0: Hey. Uh Today's episode is actually not going to be about science or technology or research methodology, but actually about a ghost that apparently follows me and an interesting night that I had last night. Um So yeah, this is Calibration Errors and I'm Christy. So, over the past couple years cuz of COVID and everything, you know, my social life just hasn't been too exciting. Um, my partner has a lot more friends that they meet through work and just a lot more local friends than I currently have. And so I've been hanging out with their friends a lot. And last night, um, you know, I had made plans with my partner to go to a party, um, to meet some of their new coworkers and and to kind of get to know them. And before we went, uh, My partner told me that there might be some tarot reading going on and i was like not too sure how to feel about that because i read tarot cards myself and i just it's always a really intense emotional experience for me when i'm either reading someone's tarot card or getting it read for myself um usually i'm reading my own and so i was just like oh man Okay, a super intense emotional experience is going to happen probably at this party and I don't know how to feel about that. Or it's just going to be like some hipster version of tarot card reading and that will annoy me too. But anyway, I don't know about everyone out there, but my social anxiety during lockdown and COVID has gotten so much worse. Um, It's made me keenly aware of where I feel like I do and I don't belong. And, And for the most part, I generally feel like I don't belong anywhere socially at the moment. Um, And it's been a really isolating feeling of just like not knowing if, if the people I'm around are my people. But when I walked into this room last night, I could just kind of get the sense that like this was a group of people who I could feel seen around and not seen by how many cool clothes or how many tattoos I have, but like for who I am on the inside, which honestly is a really beautiful thing and also really rare in my opinion. So that being said, like, tarot card readings a lot of times in parties are like, in terms of social anxiety, they're so anxiety-inducing because you have a bunch of people, like, looking at you and hearing all this shit about your life, and then there's just all this attention around it. So I was like, let me just avoid that for as long as possible. But then about an hour in, the guy who was doing tarot cards looks at me and tells me that I have a lot of spirits that follow me and I was like oh shit like what does that even mean so then I was just like great I'm going to cry tonight I'm going f- I'm going to fucking cry in front of these strangers I'm going to have to just accept it and I did and you I'll I'll get there in a minute um but first I think I need to kind of explain how this story relates to calibration errors I've been trying to get my shit together for this podcast and this project for most of the year. Um, I had some pretty stressful stuff happen to me at the beginning of the year, right around the time I was going to release the first episode. And since that, and I kept putting it off, it's just become like this source of stress for me. I I hadn't felt like I could enjoy it because I wanted it to be perfect and I've delayed it now. And I didn't want people to expect something better than I could you know, do. And I just like had a lot of sadness around this project because I wasn't good enough. So my lack of confidence is one of the bigger barriers in my life. And I think my success in life and making this project was a huge, you know, resistance to that lack of confidence. And I was like, I'm going to do this anyway, Um, even though I'm kind of petrified of all of the judgment and criticism that could come along with it. Um, but I felt like it was more important to do it than to sit with it in my head and not do it. But over the past, you know, six months or so, it's just been in there and all of the ideas I've been accumulating over the years just live in my head and it gets frustrating and I, I just, I want to put it out in the world, but my fear has been so strong lately about it and honestly about a lot of things about my, um, you know, professional, life and the decisions I want to make in that realm, like fear often drives a lot of those decisions and um, prevents me from doing the things I know I could be good at. And it's like been on my brain and weighing on me a lot. So when the guy reading cards, kind of unprovoked, asked me if I was close to my mom, I said, well, yeah, I'm close to my mom. And then he asked, well, has your grandma passed? And I was like, no, my grandma's still alive. And then he asked, well, what about your great-grandma? And I was like, oh, well, yeah, um, she's passed away. And then he goes, well, was your mom close to your great-grandma? And I was like, yeah, they were really close. And he goes, well, she, she is the one that follows you. And then I knew I was fucking in for it. The fact that he knew that was really unsettling. My mom was really close to my great-grandma. Her name was Christine. Um, and all my life growing up, I always referred to her as grandma, even though she was my great-grandma, because that's what my mom called her. And I actually have a tattoo on my arm of a female cardinal um, that I got after my great-grandma passed, um, because that was her favorite bird. And I always felt like she was the the matriarch of the family. And there was just something that felt very metaphorical about the female cardinal for me and my great-grandma, and the kind of love that my great-grandma and my mom have given to people just in their lives. And the reality is I don't actually think about my great-grandma a lot, even though I know that my mom does. Um, but I do have a close relationship with my mom, and I often ask her for advice and for guidance in things just in my life. So again, like, given all of that, when he said that, I was like, red flags were up. I'm like, what the fuck does this man know about me? He's never met me. Like, he doesn't have my Instagram handle. Like, Leslie doesn't know him. But then he, he like hesitates a little and he's like, she wants to tell you something and she doesn't want you to be offended. But she just wants you to know that you should be a little more independent and trust yourself a little bit more. And then he starts telling me how lately I've been busting my ass at work for something, for a promotion or a raise, which is absolutely true. I've been spending 60 hours a week at work, um, you know, really, really working hard and recently got a promotion and just been trying to figure out, you know, exactly what I want in that space. Um and then he he mentioned something about a doctorate. And I started crying because I cry a lot. And also because I've always known that I wanted to get my doctorate. And that's one of the reasons that I started this podcast, because I didn't feel I could. And at this point in my life, I know exactly what I want a doctorate in. I know exactly what kind of research I want to do. But the main thing holding me back is finances, student loan debt in the fucked up nature of that ruling who actually gets into academia or not. Um, and so I've I've put that dream on hold. And it's been upsetting for me um, over the past few years because I've applied to schools and then retracted the, the application because I'm like, I just can't, I can't do that to myself. It's too much of a risk to fail. And so he's he keeps talking about, you know, the fact that I – you know, I really want this thing, but I don't believe in myself. I don't have enough confidence in myself. And he's like, she wants you to believe in yourself and have confidence in yourself because you're a lot smarter than you think you are. And damn, like I was crying in front of all of these strangers and I'm like crying now thinking about it too. Um, but it was like, it was unsettling for me because he hit the head on the nail. The nail on the head! <laughs> Oh, shit. You know what I meant. Um, and, oh, there's so many things that I want to do, and I know exactly how I want to do them, but I feel so incapable all of the time because I don't feel like it's worth failing. Like, I have it in my head that I'm just going to fucking fail. And I set myself up for failure by not even trying. And I know that, but it's one of the biggest struggles I have in life. So then, um, you know, he goes – all of the generational trauma that's been passed down, like you feel like it's it's laid on you and you have to prove yourself and you have all of this weight on your shoulders to prove yourself and she wants you to know that that's not your responsibility and that you're going to carry the lineage and make your family proud. And I was like, holy shit. like Again, I'm still crying. He's talking at me. I'm still crying just thinking about it because it's like hard to process like how accurate this fucking was. So my, yeah, my Saturday night <laughs> night was uh, very emotional, and then you know he gave that to me, and it felt like a gift. Um, it was a little hard to talk about, and a little hard to process because it felt so real and important. Um, but it kind of gave me like a slap in the face. And, like, if you knew my great-grandma and even my mom, like, they're hard-hitters. They're truth-tellers. They're direct. Like, they don't care about your feelings. They're going to tell you what you think you need to know because they care about you. Not because they want to hurt you, but because they care. And I felt like that's what that was. It really was, like, a gift. It felt revitalizing in a lot of ways. It kind of gave me the energy to be, like, fuck what people think for not, like, putting out an episode right away like I took care of myself I needed some time and that's that's fine it's not like anyone is paying me to do this like this is my own side project for fun and I just have all of these ideas around like who's judging me for doing this who's criticizing me for doing this already in my head and I haven't even given people a chance to judge or criticize me so um that's not fair to myself And I just have to keep remembering that I actually do feel like I have something worth sharing and stop like the shitty internal voice saying, who the fuck do you think you are for thinking you have something to say? And my great grandma would say, fuck that, Christy. You have something to say. Go say it. Apparently. I hope that that's accurate because it really filled me up with a lot of hope and love. And I haven't even told my mom this yet because she's going to like, I think when she hears it, I know that this story isn't about technology or science or the social sciences, any of that, that I said that this podcast would be about, but this podcast is also about just like my brain and what lives in it. And the fact that this made me want to get back in front of this microphone and not hate myself for doing it. I thought that that was something worth sharing. Um, And I, I hope you do too. And I hope you stay tuned for the next episode. I can't promise a date because, again, I'm pretty stressed out and kind of sad sometimes. Um, but, but when I find the inspiration to do this, I hope that you will be there um, along the way. And thank you if you are. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.